If you've experienced the cycle of toxic relationships and you're sick and tired of feeling stuck, sad, and lonely, now is the time to heal and create your best life. In this podcast, you'll hear world-class toxic relationship recovery expert Stephanie McPhail sharing the support, guidance, and tools you need so you can be truly happy whether you're single or in a relationship. She is the real deal. I should know. She's my wife. Here's your host, Stephanie. Today, I'm an international speaker, number one new release author. I've been on countless summits and podcasts. I've interviewed Denzel Washington. I've been on TV. I've helped thousands of people heal from the cycle of toxic relationships. But you know what? Life has not always been this glamorous. In fact, I was stuck in the cycle of toxic relationships that caused me to lose myself, where I truly thought that I was too broken and that a healthy relationship wasn't for someone like me. I spent years going from one toxic relationship to another one, finding men that were nowhere nearly as successful as I was and never planned on trying to level themselves up. And then I would do everything in my power to try and make the relationship work. I grew up in a strict church-going military family and was taught that once you got married, you stayed married. I don't know if that resonates for anyone who's listening right now. I was successful in my career, but when it came to relationships, I was failing. I was getting older. I started to see all my friends getting married and I truly wondered what was wrong with me. So when I met my first husband who was pushing to get married, even though I felt like there was something missing, I couldn't quite pinpoint exactly what it was, but I had this gut instinct that it was the wrong thing to do. He wanted to get married. And I thought, you know, I've never experienced anything wonderful before. And if I want to be able to get married and have children, my time's going to run out. This, this is my chance to, to have that dream of being able to have children. So I said yes. And we had a fairy tale wedding. I mean, we got married at a place called Ohika Castle, which is an actual castle in Long Island where celebrities get married. I had the best, most beautiful day of my life. And when we went to the honeymoon suite, he filled up the, the tub with water. And you have to imagine this is a marbled bathroom from floor all the way to the ceiling. And when I put my foot in the water, some water spilled out onto the floor and he started yelling at me. And when I asked him to calm down, he started to curse and scream at me and told me that marrying me was the worst mistake he had ever made. And he proceeded to chase me around the honeymoon suite while I was naked. I, I couldn't go anywhere. I didn't know what to do. I was so embarrassed. I, I, was, I didn't want to leave because I knew that he knew someone that owned the place and I didn't want to embarrass him. So I was still thinking about him. And this went on for hours where he told me he wanted me dead. I kept hiding in different rooms. He threw his wedding band at me and told me that he wanted me dead. After hours of this, he finally threw me onto the four-post bed and started strangling me until I thought I was going to lose consciousness. And luckily, that darkness that was in his eyes suddenly went away, and he stepped away from me. And I, I curled up in a ball and started crying. And I started to think to myself, wow, I can't tell anybody what just happened. I also can't be married to this person. He just strangled me. How am I supposed to stay married to this man who just tried to kill me? And you know, he said all the right things. He told me that he was sorry. He seemed to be so apologetic. He gave me all these reasons as to why he had lost his temper. And he promised it would never happen again. 
But of course, if that was true, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. I stayed. I tried to make it work. He was physically, emotionally, and at times sexually abusive. I would throw him out. I would let him back in. He would promise it was never going to happen again. And then the cycle would start all over again. And at one point he told me that the reason why he was having such a hard time is because work was so stressful. And I said, well, then why don't you quit your job and go back to school to uh, have a job that you actually like? I'll take care of the bills. You know, I'll keep the roof over our head. If you can just give me some money from the, you know, whatever money you're making, I would appreciate it. And so he was working as a waiter. I was working a second job and he texted me and told me that he had quit his job. And I remember looking at that text message and thinking, what am I going to do? That little bit of money that he was going to get today to, to give me was what I was looking forward to. I needed that money to be able to pay some bills. And so I, I said, hey, babe, you know, just go and apologize and try to get your job back. And his response was just like typical cunt bitch Stephanie, not to support her husband. And that moment, I knew that I couldn't do it anymore because I had done everything. I knew that I had done everything. And so I called a friend of mine who said, you know, if you ever need a place, this is your safe place. So I called her and asked if that was still available. And she said, yes. So I went over to her place with basically the clothes on my back. I left my house that was mine, that I paid for. I left my dogs, not knowing what he was going to do to any of it. I didn't know if he was going to hurt the dogs to get back at me. I don't know if he was going to burn down the house. I, I had no idea, but I knew that I couldn't be in that environment anymore. I thought that once I'd left, everything would just miraculously fall into place. But things actually got way worse before they got better. I, I got a blood clot. I got a DWI. My grandmother passed away. I got ghosted from a guy that I'd reconnected with from middle school. I fell into a major depression. I could barely eat. I could barely sleep. I would stay up at night watching self-help videos. And, you know, it got to a point where I was like, am I being punked? Like, is this real? Like, it felt like everything that could possibly go wrong was going wrong for me. And then I sprained my ankle. And when I went to the emergency room, I was in there and then my ex-husband walks in because he was the emergency contact. And the doctor comes in to tell me that I have a severely sprained ankle. And I start doing this like laugh cry thing and they both looked at me like I was crazy. But I heard this very distinct voice. And the voice said, you need to be your own knight in shining armor. Stop waiting for someone to come and save you and save yourself. And in that moment, I knew that whatever I had done in the past hadn't worked. And that's because I thought I could figure it out on my own. I was smart. I had a degree in psychology. I thought that I could figure it out, but I knew that that hadn't worked in the past. And I made a promise to myself that I would do whatever it took to create a life that I was excited to wake up to every single day. And from that moment, that's what I worked on every single day. And I got to a point where I was totally fine with being single for the rest of my life. I mourned the possibility I might never have children, that I might not ever get married again to a, a wonderful partner. I mourned all of that and I got really, really comfortable being my own best friend, about really being comfortable knowing who I was. And of course, that's when I met this gorgeous blue-eyed musician who really seemed too good to be true. In fact, 
I almost broke up with him three times because I was like, this can't be real. This guy is like everything that I've been looking for. But because I wasn't come up, coming from a place of need, I was coming from a place of who can add to my life, him and I became best friends. And I was able to really authentically get to know him. And once I finally really gave him the chance, I saw that he was everything that I was looking for in a partner. And since then, we've now, we are married. We have two beautiful babies. And I am lucky enough that he gets to work with me to help people heal from the cycle of toxic relationships. So I say all of this because, you know, I never could have imagined that this would be my life. That I would have a husband who actually works alongside me and shares my mission. I mean, all I had had before was people that tried to take away from me, that didn't support me and told me that I was too much or that they you know, would just try to bring me down. And so I want you to know that this is not me bragging. This is me sharing with you the fact that I'm, I'm no different than any of you. I'm not special. I never would have thought that this life could be possible for me. And so if I can do it, anyone who's listening right now, you can do it too. You just need to have the right tools. You need to have the right support. When, when I was going through my healing, I, I really felt this feeling of like I had taken off these gray glasses and suddenly I was seeing the world for the true beauty that it actually was. I mean, the colors were brighter, the smells were nicer. I mean, everything was so much more filled with hope than I'd ever experienced before. And I knew that I had to share it with other people. I wanted other women to know that they didn't have to keep suffering, that they didn't have to live a life where they were not truly happy because they were doing themselves and the world a disservice by not really truly being authentic. I knew I couldn't get the time that I wasted on these toxic people back, but I knew that I could take what I learned to inspire other people to get away and create their best lives and, and have other people get excited to the adventure that life is meant to be. And that would be my way of giving my pain meaning is to be able to help other people. So why am I sharing all of this with you now? So you don't have to look at too many TV reality shows like the 90 Day Fiance or see that the rates as per the CDC for divorce have actually gone from 41% to 30%, which sounds like it's going in the right direction. But honestly, I just think more people are staying in these toxic relationships for a variety of different reasons. Um, Gabby Petito, who actually grew up in the town next to where I used to live, or so many other cases of abuse, to know that toxic relationships are literally everywhere. We are not properly helping people to heal. And so they end up falling into the same patterns over and over and over again. And many people don't even ever experience a healthy relationship in their lifetime. The point is, is there's never been a more important time in your life or in the world in general to really make healing from this a priority. So this is why I felt called to do this podcast now. I have so many people that reach out to connect with me that they, they want me to do workshops, they want me to do book signings, private and group coaching. But the reality is that I just can't work with everyone. Like they can't afford to work with me individually, but also not everyone can actually get in front of me. So that's when I decided that I wanted to create something special by working on this podcast so that literally anyone could listen, anyone could tune in and benefit and then potentially radically transform their lives and their relationships 
and create a life that they maybe never could have imagined purely from listening to this show. So listen, there are so many experts when it comes to relationships and toxic relationships. So why would you want to listen to me? Well, what I can share with you is that I've been there. I've done that. You know, David and I have done the work. We have a happy, healthy relationship, but we also have a really happy and healthy life as a result purely of going through the process that I want to teach you with all of the tools that I want to share with all of you. If you ever ask yourself, is, is it possible for me to create a healthy relationship? Are there good ones out there? Is it possible to find a best friend and partner? If you've ever asked yourselves, if you still have that little piece of hope inside of you, then tune in to every episode. And I promise I will show up and I will share what I've learned to heal not only myself, but thousands of other people step into their full power and create a life that they never could have imagined. If you show up and want to learn how to do this yourself, I'm going to meet you right here every single episode and whisper you to the other side of that pattern of toxic relationships so you can let go and embrace a life that you love. I'll catch you on the next episode and never forget, you are way stronger than you realize. So that's it for today's episode of Toxic Love Podcast. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to your shows. One lucky listener every single week who subscribes and posts a review on iTunes will be entered for a chance to win the grand prize VIP drawing with Stephanie McPhail herself. Be sure to head on over to ToxicLovePodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Stephanie's gift. And join us next time.